Hey everyone, welcome to Lehman's Random Podcast. Uh, this episode is going to be on racism, and I'm entitled that uh, racism is a virus. Um, I think it's an appropriate, well I don't want to use the word appropriate, a much needed topic, topic that needs to be discussed at all times. Um, I think with the pandemic, COVID-19... Um, it's kind of, everybody's at home, and to a certain extent, um, certain people of my, my color, what, of my race, being white, I have been forced to deal with racism, um, with Breonna Taylor being murdered, George Floyd being murdered, um, and, um, others being murdered, I'm not... The names escape me, and I do apologize for that. Um, um, Devin, and I, it's Devin something, and I forget his last name, but there's been plenty more. St- ones that have, probably haven't even made the news. Um, I, personally, before the pandemic happened, um, I've always been somewhat on the forefront, um, you know, trying to fight against racism, um, you know, You'll not that it, you know, if you post you're against racism or, like, you know, whatever you post, uh, kind of activism you post on Facebook counts as a real protest. To a certain extent, it does, but there's stuff that you got to do offline, and um, that's one of the points I want to hit um, towards the end. Um, I'm just going to pull up my notes here. Um, like I've said before, I've been trying to get better. At um, being more organized with the episodes. Um, I have this thing called Quick Memo. It's an Android thing. Um, So, um, getting to my first point. um, I just want to talk about why I felt like I I needed to speak on it. Um, I really felt like I needed to speak on it because... um, some of you may disagree, mainly Trump supporters, Q supporters, um, people who are in love, way too in love with the police. Um, I felt, um, well, I just lost my train of thought there. It's been a little slow the morning for me. Um, so, the reason I felt I feel like it needs to be, I feel like I need to to talk about it, um, there's been a lot of, like I said before, with the pandemic, it's been brought to the forefront, but what's been annoying me the past two, well, for this whole summer, what has been annoying me is that the whole ignorant mindset of people who are white like me, um, who just want to downplay racism, um, the struggles that, um, the black community goes through, not just the black community, um, community, um, um, Hispanic community, uh, even, I'm pretty sure the Asian community has been affected, um, by racism this year and years before that. Um, and one thing, the reason I always... 
Um, there's reasons that I, there's so many reasons, um, that I stand up against racism. Um, for, for those that know, um, and I think I've shared on this podcast, I've been sober for 11 years, and one of the things that has helped me stay sober is, uh, music that was created by, um, the black community, which is most music, um, rock hip-hop, R&B, pop, um, really anything that you can think of, um, has been, um, created by black people, and, um, that's just one reason, their creativity has helped me get through some hard times, um, and the main thing is just, I believe in what is wrong is wrong, and what is right is right. And I don't like to see people who I care about suffer. Um, and it, it just baffles me that um, that any time anything that happens to a black person or a person who's not white, it gets thrown down, uh, gets disregarded, disinvalidated. I don't know if disinvalidated is a word, but it sounded good to me. Um... You know, it's just, it's, they don't, it, but, like, so, for example, uh, let's just say, um, I got pulled over, and I have nothing to worry about. A black person gets pulled over, they have to worry for their lives, and I do have, I'm gonna be throwing out a lot of, uh, studies and statistics, um, I'm not just, I'm gonna back up what I say, and it's on you if you want to believe what I'm saying is true. But I'm just spitting straight facts. So if you, it's up to you where you want to, where you want to go with this. But one of the um, biggest, um, the reason I think it's, um, um, we need to start talking talking about it because we live, um, we have an election coming up, and whether you like Trump or Biden or not, um, both. Um, Trump, if you know anything about Trump, he's just racist as hell. Biden, uh, with the crime bill back in, I think it was like in the 90s, um, put a lot of black people behind jail, so he's not as innocent either, um, and it sucks with the choices that we have, um, but with the election coming up, uh, I have, if, and I feel like he is going to get reelected, if Trump gets reelected, um, we gotta keep on fighting. Um, and we gotta keep on bringing it to the forefront, not until we get justice. Um, so the main reason I felt like I needed to speak on this, on racism, is because I do believe in, oh, so the point I was trying to get to before my brain went completely dead, um, was I do believe in white privilege, um, if you don't know what white white privilege is, white privilege is just basically, um, I have privileges that the black community doesn't, so, um, I don't have, it's a privilege that I don't have to be afraid to be killed by police, it's a privilege that I don't have to worry if some Karen is going to report me, uh, for just having a barbecue with my family or walking my dog, it is a privilege that I don't have to worry about my if I ever do have children, I wouldn't have to worry them about being judged because of their hair, 
uh, told to they can't graduate because um, their hair doesn't meet the standards of white society. Um, so basically, we don't have to, white people do not have to live in fear of you know being killed or losing a job or not being able to graduate because of their skin color. Um, and uh, on to my next point, I want to talk about um, the racism um, I've seen. Um, so, I grew up in Lewiston, Maine, um, and Lewiston is one of the few, um, uh, inner cities, um, in Maine, and I only bring that, um, up as an inner, letting you guys know it's an inner city because it's, it's also one of the few diverse cities in, um, in Maine, um, not saying if you go to Timbuktu in Maine that you won't see a black person, but most likely you won't. Um, and in any of those redneck towns. Um, but the racism I've seen. So in 2002 um, is when I really recognized, like, I, I mean, I was taught in school, you know, about the civil rights movement, about slavery, um, which I don't know how much they teach about that in school these days. Um, and so I kind of knew, but um, the way that it was taught to us, it was like a thing of the past. Like, uh, that was just back then. But it wasn't until 2002, and I would have been, see, 89 to 99, 10 to 2000. I would have been 2000. I would have been 11, 2012. Oh, so I was 13. Um, and around 2002, um, I think that's when... And, um, let me know if I'm wrong, but I think that 2002 was, there was a big, uh, conflict in Somalia, um, I'm not gonna go into too many details, because I don't wanna say anything that's not factual, but we had a large population of Somalia come and immigrate, um, immigrate to Lewiston, um, and I started hearing, you know, f from some people close to me, like, I'll, you know, the typical, you know, like, racist stuff. Oh, they're going to take advantage of the welfare system. Um, you know, what about us who actually live here? Um, you know, you know, why can't they just go live in their own country? And, um, I had never heard that, uh, you know, that type of hate up until then. Um, and it continued, uh, even in high school. Um, people would, like, just say horrible things. Um, and I remember, like, at one point, I, I think it was in high, um, I want to say my junior year of high school, um, the Somo Somali community inside the high school tried to have a day where all of us at lunch would sit together, like, sit together and, you know, ask questions about where they're from, what their culture is about, and... I remember I participated, um, but it was very small. It was a lot of people who were like, I'm not going to do that. And it was really sad. Um, luckily, in my junior year, I had a U.S. history teacher um, who was, you know, very, like, he didn't put up with any racist stuff. And he actually, I think he took a month 
or like a month or two to explain. Um, and I think he had some, um, I think he had some people come in, um, that were Somali explain the culture and, and then he, you know, got, um, into, uh, teaching what Islam is about, um, not what, like, the right wants you to believe what Islam was about, and he was very, he was a white teacher, and he was very, like, and he, um, even with, um, civil rights, he went into stuff that I wasn't taught, um, in, like, in the third grade, um, he went a whole lot deeper, so, um, he was, like, kind of, like, a, a really good teacher who, uh, wanted people to, to know the truth and get past bigot bigotry and, um, a really great guy, his name was Mr. Levesque, um, shout out to you, Mr. Levesque, if you're listening to this, um, so, you know, and it's still going on, um, where I live, um, a lot of people will say the most, you know, um, hateful things, um, there was an incident, there was another incident when I was in high school, um, it wasn't anybody from the high school, but it was in the news during the time I was at high school. Uh, somebody where I lived um, took uh, a head of a pig and left it at a mosque, uh, and it was bleeding and stuff. And for you, those you don't know, um, in Islam, pork is not uh, eaten. It's considered unclean. Which health wise, if you really think about it, it really is unclean. You shouldn't be eating it. Um, and I just remember, like, how can you, I remember, like, being, like, just shocked. Like, how can you be so hateful? How can you hate people so different from you? Um, since a kid, I've always liked to learn from different cultures. Um, I love, like, I loved learning about, you know, the Egyptians, the Mayans, um, the Aztecs, um, any different type of a culture that was different from mine. And for me, especially as a teenager, I just could not understand, like, there's so much that we could learn from each other, yet we just, especially white people, just want to continue hate. I just, I don't understand it. And I still don't understand it. Um, so let's, and just going further, um, in my teenage years, um... You know, not further than my teenagers, when I became an adult, I want to say during, I saw a lot of racism during, um, well, not like acts of racism, but like speaking or, you know, I don't know the correct term, but you can correct me on what the right term is, but, um, especially during Obama's, uh, Barack, President Barack Obama's first election, I heard from people close to me, uh, like, I can't believe they'll allow a color, um, person to run, um, there was the whole birther movement, um, and I remember, like, I remember seeing on the news and places, um, where I lived, people would post pictures of, um, Obama being hung, calling him a monkey, and it was just, it was just awful, um, I just, I didn't, I don't, I personally do not understand that, that type of hate, um, and so I, I, I'm telling you what, the reason I'm telling you what racism I've, I've seen is because you cannot, in this country, be so blind to it uh, when it's right in front of your face. Like, this, all the stuff that I was just talking about 
was right in my face, and I could have been ignorant and said, huh, that's just a few bad apples. You know, I could be that stu- that fucking stupid. And just to let you know, this is this podcast is going to have explicit language. I'm not going to censor myself. So if your sensitive um, mind and soul can't handle curse words, this podcast is not for you. Um, so back to that. Like I, I just it was the stupidest shit I've uh, I've ever heard of people saying just a few bad apples, and um. I want to talk, um, bring some statistics in, because uh, one of the big things um, with racism that has been um, in 2020 that has been brought up is police brutality. Um, recently, um, with the Breonna Taylor case, I just got to take a sip of water here. Um, with the Breonna Taylor case, um, it, none of the officers got charged for murder. I think one of them got charged for basically the bullets that, um, you know, didn't hit Brianna. Um, the right has tried to twist that. It, it tried to twist it in saying that Brianna was justified in being killed and, um, that it's all the boy, the boyfriend's fault and, um, yada, yada, yada. Uh, just stupidity, and the fact, the fact is, if that was a, if that was a white lady named Brianna, there would have, the, the, the officers would have been in jail, um, within less than 24 hours, um, you know, we keep on here, we see these videos, we keep on, um, you know, we had George, you know, with George Floyd, um, you know, people, even though you could see that the knee was on his neck, um, people were like, well, he must have done something, you know, like, I don't care if he was committing a crime, which, uh, I don't think he, um, think he, he was, I haven't seen anything saying, uh, or in the video that he was committing a, a crime, like, if he can't breathe and he dies from you putting your knee on it on his neck, I don't care what he's done. No one deserves to be killed by an officer in this country. You're supposed to be innocent until proven guilty, not killed right on the spot. That shit does not fly. Does not make any sense. And you're a dumbass if you think that's the way it should be. Like you're just a complete dumbass. Um, you know, I want to get statistics, um, so I have a couple webs, uh, website sources I have, um, that I, and some, um, I took some stuff from them, and I just want to, uh, bring out some facts to you. Um, so this is according to the Washington Post, I'll just let you know this article was back in June of this year. But it's still, you know, relevant. Um, so this is according to the Washington Post. Um, a 2020 study of marijuana possession arrest by the American Civil Liberties Union concluded that even in an era of legalization and dem- decriminalization, there were stark racial disparities in possessions arrest. 
with a black person more than three and a half times more likely to be arrested for the possession than a white person, even though the rates of usage are similar. The disparities exist across the country in every state and counties, large and small, urban, rural, wealthy, poor, and with large and small black um, populations. So basically, um, and what's really messed up is that if you are a black person and you get caught with weed, you are three and a half more times likely to be arrested for it than a white person. Basically, as a white person, if you get caught with weed in your car, most likely, you are likely to get a warning and let go. But with a black per, if you're black, you're three times, three and a half times more likely to be, um, to be arrested, and that's fucked up. Um, personally, nobody should be uh, arrested for marijuana, but like. St- Especially if, if the law enforcement is targeting the black community as a way to get them into the jail system, um, is really messed up. Um, you know, we. Uh, this is a little side note. We have more people in jail for pot than that do more time than pedophiles. I want you to let that set in. Pedophiles get less time um, than people. Going to jail for pot, um, and this and like they said, this is going across the country. So it's not um, like the, the the right will say, "Oh, it's just going on in uh, in, in the ghetto, the hood, whatever term you want to use." Um, it's all t- types of counties: large, small, urban, rural, wealthy, poor, and with large or small black populations. Um, and they go on to say. Why does a study of a police shoot? Uh, why a study of police shooting databases published by the National Academy of Sciences found that African American men were two and a half times more likely than white men to be killed by police? Men of color face a non-trivial lifetime risk of being killed by police. Authors write, wrote, for African American men, the lifetime risk of dying at the hands of police was one in one thousand. A 2018 study exposed profound racial disparity in the misdemeanor arrest rate for most, but not all, offenses types. The black arrest rate was at least twice as high as that for whites for disorderly conduct, drug possession, simple assault, theft, vagrancy, and vandalism. Um, Sorry, my mouth is really... Throat is really dry this morning. Um, you know, it, it's just going back. To like, like I want to read this. I want to really read this part. Um, the National Academy of Sciences found that African American men were about two and a half times more likely to likely than white people to to men. Rewind. The National Academy of Sciences found that the African American men were about two and a half times more likely than white men to be killed by police. And like these are studies, like if I, I I challenge you to look up these studies. These are studies that are done by like the University of Michigan. Uh, 
I think, like, I, if I remember, and because you can go to this site and they have the um, study, I think it was the University of Arizona, and it was like, these are done by, you know, these are done by, you know, people with, you know, degrees. It's not just some news journalist making up statistics, and these are just facts, and it's, um, it's really, it's really, like, this one was done by the National Academy of Sciences, like, doesn't that not, like, disturb you that, that black men are about, are more likely to be killed more than white men by police, doesn't that signal to your brain that there is a problem? Like, how can you be so stupid and ignorant to think they're just, just a few bad apples? And yes, I'm going to be really, really raw here. If if you are a Trump supporter, which most, uh, most of you who are Trump supporters do the whole few bad apples logic, and I'm coming, f I'm coming for you. I am tired of holding back and being nice about it. You are a dumbass if you think that there's just a few bad apples and that the media is just blowing out of proportion. Does the media make it um, situations worse at times? Yes. But there's a whole there's a whole lot of facts. I'm not I'm not, you know, just pulling facts out of my ass. Like I've looked into this. I've done my research. Um, unlike some of you Trump supporters who don't do any research most of the time. Um, and this is something that I'm passionate about, and I will stand up um, for um, for the black community and use my white privilege because I have friends who I worry about um, who are black and are not white and have to worry about, you know, if their kids are going to be uh, are going to be safe if they're going to be if they get stopped by the cops are they gonna see their kids again um, I worry I worry about them dearly I care for them I love them and uh, I have a lot that are just like I have so much um, concern for them um, because a lot of a, a lot of my friends who are black have brought me um, through a lot of rough times, and have educated me on, on what's going on in this country, and I, if I can use my voice to, to help the black community, I'm gonna do that, um, and we're gonna, again, we're gonna get in, for those who are listening and want to, to do something about racism that I'm specifically speaking to white people, uh, we're gonna get to that, um, but back to, uh, some of the information that I'm just trying to give you, um, and this, this part really, you know, like, behooved me, um, was for African-American men, the lifetime risk of dying at the hands of police is 1 in 1,000. That should not, that should, that means in a group of 1,000 black men, one of them, every 1,000 black men, one of them, uh, and correct me if I'm explaining that wrong, but from what I understand is that 1 in 1,000 means that um, every thousand of black men, one has been killed by, uh, has died at the hands of the police. And that's, I don't care how big or how small that statistic is, that should not 
that should not be a, a thing. Um, and we get into that um, 2018 study that exposed the profound racial disparity and the misdemeanor arrest rate. Um, but it was, it was not for all offense types. Um, that the black arrest was higher, was twice as high than for um, whites. Um, like I said, with white privilege, um, you could, they can easily give you a ticket or tell you to go off and go to a hotel, uh, hotel especially uh, for simple assault and, and make sure you go to court the next day. I've, I've, I've seen it happen. Um, and again, that's another specific that is, is, shouldn't, it should be equal. It should not, more black men should not be more in jail or, or arrested than white men. It, it should be, that needs to be corrected. Um, another source that I found, um, is, uh, from this website called CG, uh, tn.com cgtn.com um, in 2018 the number of African Americans in US presence was um, at its lowest in almost 30 years yet the imprisonment rate of black males was 5.8 times of white males while the imprisonment rate of black females was 1.8 times the rate of white females um, the Bureau of Justice Statistics said in a report in April. Um, and this is some other stuff that I found uh, from that website. For every 100... Um, I just want to go back and correct myself on one thing. Oh, I haven't got to... Never mind, I haven't gotten to that statistic yet, so never mind. I kind of jumped the gun and missed that one. So never mind. Um, just continuing from this, from this source... For every uh, a thousand, a hundred thousand black residents, one thousand, one hundred thirty-four were in prison compared to two hundred eighteen for whites. Advocates for um, no, that's not what I that was. Um, they said advocates for prison reform have long argued that the justice system is skewed against the people of color. Africans and Americans are more likely to than white Americans to be arrested. Once arrested, they're more likely to be convicted. Once convicted, they're likely to experience lengthy prison sentences. The sentence... Uh, the people who wrote this was the um, sentence, Sentencing Project that was uh, written in 2018 as a report to the UN uh, Special Reporter on the Contemporary Forms of Racism. Um... You know, just looking at that, um, you know, still, even though, uh, and I know this is two years, um, you know, it's been past two years, so it might have gone up, but the fact that um, the imprisonment rate um, is still 5.8 times for black males, um, it's 5.8 five, it's 5 times what that of white males is like these facts are right there we have so many we have more black people in jail and white than white people and that's what I'm trying to get across um, and you can't say and I know there's this ignorant thing and well uh, black people um, commit more crimes and it's it's far from the truth um, 
for some reason, the justice system in this country gets their jollies off on uh, uh, putting more black men and women in jail. Um, there's money to it. It's, it is the, you know, what's the, the word I'm looking for? Um, it's basically, you know, the, the, the justice system is not for the black community. Um, it works against them and we need to put in more prison reforms. I know, um, Obama had put in, um, some prison reforms that had freed some people. I can't remember the, the number of people. Um, I know, say what you want about Kim Kardashian, Kim, Kim Kardashian, but she has been, um, helpful and freeing, um, some black people from jail that should not have been in jail. Um, and it's just, um, it's like the advocates for prison reform was, um, saying and have argued it is excused, it is skewed against, the justice system is skewed against people of color, um, they don't really have a shot, and that's, that's fucked up, um, just some other things that they said, uh, and so just to get away, um, not to ignore it, but I want to get into, uh, I guess it could kind of play into, uh, well, there's just, just some other facts on racism, I don't know what category to put this in, uh, so in 20, 2018, the media, the median income of black and my throat's dry. I don't know how to edit. Um, someday I will learn. Sorry. Um, in twenty eighteen, the median uh, income of black households was forty one thousand three hundred sixty one U S dollars, compared to um, seventy thousand six hundred forty two U S dollars for non Hispanic white households. According to the U.S. Bureau, um, Bureau's Income and Poverty Report, meanwhile, the uh, poverty rate for African Americans was 28.0% more than twice that for non-Hispanic whites, which is 81.1%. About 40% of the homeless in the U.S. are at are um, Af African American. And even though they make up just 30% of the country's total population. And that's according to the National Alliance to End Homelessness. Um, and with those statistics, they're saying uh, people of low income also have more difficulty to paying bail money or securing top lawyers to defend them. Contributing to the high incarceration rates uh, in the black community. Indeed, the Prison Policy Initiative estimates... That 65% of people in jail have not been convicted, but instead are detained pre-trial. So, like, just to go over some of that, like, so if you don't have, if you don't, if you can't get bonded out by a bailsman, because usually, if you are a black man or female, you will get a higher bail, um, and you will, like, with a bonds people, they, you, um, they'll cover a certain percentage. They, sometimes they won't cover the whole thing. And so if you can't get bonded out, 
you have to stay in there. And if your family can't bond you, you have to st stay there. And, um, you know, especially if you are, um, a black person who lives in a low-income neighborhood, the hood, the ghetto, whatever term or politically correct term you want to use, um, you're not, you're not gonna have access to that, and that's not fair. Like, personally, if I went to jail today, even though I don't make a whole lot of money, I'm pretty sure I could get bailed out, and I'm pretty sure even with a, I could get a, a pretty decent lawyer. Um, you know, going back, um, you know, it's pretty, it's pretty messed up that, uh, that 20.8% are, of the pottery are African Americans, and, you know, a lot of it has to do with, it has to do with racism, um, you know, I've, you know, how can you get, uh, like, I've heard um, stories from my black friends, like, especially in the neighborhood, some of the neighborhoods, you know, I want to point this out, and I know this might be shocking to some people, but not all black people live in the hood, okay, but the friends that I, black friends I do have that have lived are from the hood, um, you know, if you're from a bad neighborhood, you get... Some employers won't hire you, um, and or will just judge you on your skin color. Um, and then if you do go to jail, and you do get and you do have a record, and it's even it's it's not even for something that, um, you know, it could be just a simple marijuana thing, like you're hindered from getting a job and getting your life, you know, back on track. Um, I. Even with I was I was homeless before, and there was plenty of guys who had, um, who had felonies who were trying to get their lives back on track, and could not get hired. So they went back, to, you know, they ended up going back to jail, because um, um, they would just stop going and seeing the probation officers and um, start going back to their old behaviors. Um, so the justice system is very broken here in this country. Um, you know, if you think about, if you think about this, like, not every, another shocking thing, not every black person is famous and has a great amount of wealth. Um, the fact that white people still make more, uh, take more money home in a year than a black person is not, is not fair. Um, we got to make strides to um, make equal pay, not just for women, but for uh, for the black man, for the black woman, for the Hispanic man, for the Asian um, man. Um, people who are not white deserve to have the opportunity to make seventy thousand a year. Um, you know, we got to do stuff. To, so I'm just throwing this all at you. I want you to look it up. I'm, like I said, I'm just, I'm not, I'm just throwing information out there. I'm not an expert. Is this is stuff that I just wanted to talk about. Um, I want to get to some of my other, my other points. Um, my last two points. Um, 
I didn't want to go t uh, too long. Um, not because um, I don't have a lot to talk about on the subject, because I believe that for the white people that are listening, need to do their own research. Um, and that's basically what I'm trying to encourage you to do. Um, this other thing, other I found is according to mappingpoliceviolence.org, police have killed 826 people in 2020. Um, that's just so far. Uh, black people have been 28% of those killed by police, um, killed by police in 2020, despite being only 13% of the population. Now, if that doesn't, doesn't bother you, you really need to check yourself. Like, we gotta, we gotta do something. And to get a little bit back on track, because I've been like, uh, um, Renting a little bit, um, you know, something I've noticed, um, since Trump has been elected, um, you know, a lot of you racists have been really, um, bold, and this is where I'm going to start, ta stop talking about statistics, um, I brought up statistics because a lot of you Trump supporters, um, say that you're about statistics and the facts, but when we bring the facts, you don't listen, so it doesn't really matter if I bring you facts or not. Um, you've gotten really bold since Trump has been elected, because he's a racist himself. Just go on his Twitter, um, and you can just find anything that he said, um, that he has tweeted out, um, has, a lot of it has been racist. Um, and I've seen it, like, if you go to, so, what I've noticed with racist being more bold, if you go, especially... If you go on Facebook, because you can hide behind the screen, go to your local news station. Anytime they post anything about the riots, um, or about, um, you know, Breonna Taylor or George Floyd, you will see these people say the most this disgusting, racist things. Like, this was, um, um, although the, 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 it wasn't entirely had to do with racism, but yesterday, I don't know if you guys heard, Christy Teigen and John Legend lost their third child to due to miscarriage. And um, I want you to look up this too, because this group of people are uh, some of the racist people that you'll ever meet. Um, I can never pronounce their, their, the full thing right, but look up the Q. Um, it's a far-right conspiracy, um, and these supporters were... They believe that Hollywood and left-wing um, politicians are behind, uh, are, are the source, the core source behind the pedophile rings that we have in this country. Um, and they somehow, Christy Teigen and Jen Legend were br got brought into that conspiracy and basically um, they tried to accuse them of sacrificing uh, children to this pedophile ring, and, um, yesterday, they just went on the internet, and, like, just went off on her, and said some horrible things, and that's what I've seen in the news section, especially when it comes to blue brutality, or the protest, um, they just say the most horrible things, um, they dispute, they spit out facts that are not facts, um, and, you know, I, I just, it, it's just, if you haven't noticed, it's just, it's made, 
it has made Trump, because he just says whatever he wants, and there's no consequences, and it's made his supporters, who are, who are racist, and people are going to say, well, not all Trump supporters are racist. Well, there might be a, f then I guess there's a few bad apples. Um, you know, which is there's more than a few bad apples. I've, I've, you know, I bet half these people wouldn't, if, and if they came face to face with me, wouldn't say that ish to my face or to a black person's face. Um, you know, and now let's talk, let's get off Trump for, th for a minute. Let's talk about those riots. Let's really fucking talk about those riots. Okay? Do I condone, you know, businesses being burnt down and stuff like that? It doesn't matter if I condone it or not. Here is the fact. For years, for years, black people have anything that's been done against them, whether it be police brutality, um, being rejected for a housing loan, um, you know, being refused a job because they're black, um, whatever bad thing or any racist thing that happens against them has been, gets tossed aside. Anytime that a black person gets killed by a police officer, they're automatically a criminal and don't deserve justice and the officer gets a desk job. And so, you don't want them to burn down your precious schools or your precious small businesses. Um, then, do the right thing and start fighting for justice for the black community. You know, you know, is burning down a school or a business going to get justice? Probably not. But it's probably going to get you guys t to get the ignorant racist people that are white like me, who I'm not saying I'm racist, but I'm talking about the people who are, um, to wake up. Like, you know, they've, been, they've tried to do it the way that law and order in this country is supposed to be done. And they can't trust the police to do their job. They can't trust an attorney general, Daniel, whatever the fuck his name is, to do his job. Um, so what would you do? Like, what if your daughter was killed and your police, it was killed by an officer and she w didn't do a damn thing and they said, sorry for your loss, we'll pay you, but we're not gonna, you know, put the officers behind jail. Are you just gonna take, are you just gonna take the money and, you know, say, well, you know, they did apologize and they gave us some money, so we're gonna get over it. No, you're gonna, you're gonna want, you're gonna want to protest. You would be in the, in those rights. And the thing is, you should count yourself lucky as a white person that you know you do get justice if you're, you know, your your children get killed or a family member, God forbid, you get killed. The black community does not get to, to experience that justice. So you can piss and moan all you want, excuse me, all you want about, you know, the riots and stuff and whatever that shooter guy name was, um, that white guy who uh, was shooting and killed, I think he killed an officer, 
uh, Kyle something, Rittenhouse, you know, he does, I hope they throw the book at him, but they probably won't. He's not a hero, and you think, if you think he's a hero, you're an ignorant asshole. That's what you are. And that's all you'll ever be. Because at this point, I'm done, I'm, if you want to change your viewpoint on racism and police brutality, I'm no, I'm not gonna, I'm not I'm no longer going to try to hold people's hands. You either want to help fight against racism or you don't. And it's one of the reasons I no longer associate myself with, you know, going uh, with, you know, the American church. uh, Because most of the churches I went to were uh, white and evangelistic churches. And the fact that they have, not all... But mo- a good portion have devoted themselves to the Republican Party, to uh, worshiping cops, and just you know being a zombies, having a zombie like following to authority. It just baffles me, and I don't want anything to do with that. And if this offends you, then it offends you, and I hope it offends you enough where you want to make a change. Um. One of my favorite quotes from MLK Jr. is, The hottest place in hell is reserved for those who remain neutral in the times of great moral conflict. If you are, if if you're not, you know, I'll put against this analogy, because this is one of the verses that was shoved down my, shoved down our throats when we were growing up in church. Uh, it's the verse about God spitting out people because uh, he would rather have them um, either be hot or cold than lukewarm. And you got, you got to choose. Do you want to be an ally or don't? Um, you can't just, there's no, there's no middle ground. You have to choose. And people say that's not fair. Well, it's not fair that so many black men, children, and women have died in the name of racism. Um, this is no longer about, um, being fair, it's about what is right and what is wrong, and what is wrong is racism, and what is right is equal justice for all. Isn't that in the Pledge of Allegiance? And justice for all. Like, but there isn't justice for all, and this country hasn't been um, for the black community ever. Um, yes, there's no more separated schools or separate diners or um, bathrooms or water fountains but there's still that does not mean that that means that that's the end that had ended racism there's still a lot in this country and racism needs to be eradicated it needs to go um, and you might ask yourself um, what can as a white person what can I do so, like me, I am doing an episode on um, my podcast about racism. I am using, I am using my voice. Um, other things you can do. There's, depending on where you live, there is always um, uh, a protest that you can go. You can go to. You know. Um, the biggest thing is, 
Um, I encourage you, because I'm assuming that most, and hopefully you do have friends that are not just your um, your race. Speak to your black friends. Listen to them. Ask them. Um, you know what what their struggles have been, the racism that they have seen. You know, listen to them. Don't don't patronize them. Um, don't um, try to give advice. Listen to them. Listen to their voice because their voices are not being heard. Um, you know, don't don't just automatically discredit discredit when you hear something in the news about police brutality. Um, you know, or when you see a video, like, you know, if the evidence is right in front of you, speak about it and speak against racism. You will lose friends. You will maybe lose family members, but you have to ask yourself, are you willing to stand up for what is right? And are you really to stand, um, stand against what is wrong? Um, if you're really going to be about stand against racism, you need to accept the the, the not-so-good stuff that can happen. I have, um, I have been disrespected by people, um, which apparently, let's, let's get on a little rant about that. Apparently, especially if you grew up in a white church, um, you know, the older crowd, especially those, the older Trump supporters can say any shit they want against you. But the minute that you start being just a tad disrespectful towards them, you're the devil. Um, and that's, and you're going to, if, if you grew up in that, that's what you're going to experience. Um, I've seen videos of white teenagers um, confront their parents about what's going on in this country. And their parents just berating them and treating them like shit. Um, and the kids are being, um, being respectful. Um, the other thing, and you've heard me, I've gotten to a point, um, I'm tired of being nice, um, towards, you know, Trump supporters. And the reason I came up bringing Trump supporters, I'm not saying, there's, there's people on the left that are, um, racist too. And so, don't think that the Democratic Party is, you know, you know, you know, not deserving of any of this, um, heat that I'm giving, but I'm specifically honing in on, um, the right because they have become so bold with it. And if you're going to be bold with being racist, then we're going to talk about you. Uh, um, so I'm going to, I guess I can only do 60 minutes, um, so, and I'm almost on an hour here, um, so I'm going to, um, wrap it up and give my closing thoughts and record a little bit more, so stay tuned, although I might be able to match this all together, so disregard that. And, you know, people are going to say stuff, um, against you. Um, but you gotta be willing to stand up, um, and do what, what is right. Um, you know, I've had, I, like I said, I've lost friends. Um, I have family members that try to call me out on it. 
um, and try to, to um, just to bring up Black Lives Matter, um, there's a difference between the organization and the, the hashtag. I'm, t I'm talking about specifically Black Lives. I'm not talking about the organization. Um, you know, and that's what some of these bigoted people don't get. Uh, they can't distinguish it. Their little small little peanut brains can't distinguish it. Um, the difference. And I just, you know, want to say is that, you know, I'm tired. Uh, I'm going to stand with my black brothers and sisters. Um, you know, they've done a lot for this country, even though this country hasn't done a lot for them. Um, they've served for our country. There's still people that are, that are, that are black who are, um, you know, there's black doctors, scientists, um, athletes, musicians, um, that have done a lot for this country, and it's time for us, uh, white people to use our white privilege to stand against racism. Now, do I believe that racism will be ever eradicated? I don't, I don't believe it ever will, because if you can have hate in your heart, um, and every human being is acute, can have, um, hate in their heart, um, or, you know, there always will be, um, some type of racism, um, in this, um, in this country, um, unfortunately, I wish, um, we gotta start, you know, we gotta start loving one each other, um, whether you're black, white, gay, trans, um, whatever, who you are, um, we gotta start just loving one another, but more importantly, uh, in order to do that, we need to re recognize the injustice against the black community, against people, the injustice against people who are not white, um, and start rectifying that, um, I do believe in uh, reparations. Um, I don't know how you would do that. Um, it shouldn't be too hard when we can make uh, stimulus checks come out of nowhere. Uh, so it shouldn't be too hard to give a certain amount of land to black people or a certain amount of um, amount of money. They did it for they did it um, for the Jewish community community, so why can't it done, be done for the black community? Um, so this is all that I have to say. I hope I have been clear. Um, I hope I, I have informed you. And again, for those who are probably going to get upset by this, this is what I stand for, and if you don't like it, tough. I'm always going to stand up for what is wrong. What is right, and stand against what is wrong. So, you got, you might as well get used to it. Um, so this has been another episode of Lehman's Random Podcast. Uh, please subscribe and share with your friends. Love and peace to you all.